Welcome to the Piano Explorer podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Harding. And on the Piano Explorer podcast, we explore everything that has to do with the piano. We interview people, we talk about technique, we talk about music, we talk about pieces, we talk about the piano. We explore the piano here on Piano Explored. Thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to jump over to Facebook and Instagram and follow us there on those social media sites. And we want to begin uh, conversations to help you navigate this world of piano, whether you're a beginner or an advanced player. We want to have a conversation with you, a conversation that builds you up and encourages you in the amazing world that is the piano. So today's episode on the Piano Explorer podcast, I have a wonderful conversation with Zachary Reynolds. He's a freshman at the Wheaton College Conservatory of Music. We got to know each other at the Chahi Summer School of Music, which at the time of this release is happening just in a couple of weeks here in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. You can find more information about the Chahi Summer School of Music in the show notes It's just so fun to hear of a young pianist's journey thus far, and it brings back a lot of memories for for me personally as I reflect on my own personal journey in learning the piano, and I hope that it really inspires you to kind of take a look at your development over the years as you explore this amazing instrument, its repertoire, and people. So you can find more information about Zachary Reynolds on the show notes listed on this episode. I hope you really enjoy it. Leave a comment, and thank you so much for listening. Zachary Reynolds, welcome to the Piano Explore podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Zachary, we got to know each other at the Chehi Summer School of Music, and you are almost done your freshman year at Wheaton College as a student of Dr. Daniel Paul Horn. What's it been like at Wheaton this year? Yes, well, it's been quite wonderful. Um, One of the things that I really love about Wheaton is um, not only the high academic standards that they hold their students to and the professionalism in the music department, but also the uh, Christian environment and how they incorporate, um, you know, the theology and uh, things about Christ into the curriculum and uh, into like the classes. Uh, We have chapels and just all the interactions we have are very God-centered, which has been wonderful. That's fantastic. And and of course, you're a man of faith and of deep passion for the piano. Where did this passion for the piano come from? Yes. So I started like many, many piano students uh, playing the piano at the age five under the direction of my parents. Uh, I think it was one time I was at my grandparents' house and just started hitting some notes. And my parents were like, sign them up for piano lessons. And um but really, you know, for a while it was more just discipline. Like my parents being like, Prep, uh, Zach, you need to do your practice for today. And I enjoyed it, but it really wasn't a deep passion. 
Um, and then I got into middle school and started doing some choral accompanying and really, really loved working with others. Because um, I was like, hey, you know, it's not just me sitting by myself all day long. I actually get to interact with people. Um, and then as I got into high school, uh, the PMEA uh, competitions opened up for accompanists and I started to compete with that and really loved um, doing that. And the one year I made it to States, unfortunately, COVID happened and it was canceled. Um, but that those experiences, yeah, those experiences were wonderful. Um, but even with that, I still felt that there was a connection lacking. I was like, yeah, you know, I really enjoy doing this, but it's, it really didn't become an internal thing that I was like, I want to do this after high school. Um, until I spent my first summer at the Chehi Summer School of Music and was uh, immersed in around many musicians um, who were Christians. And I feel like that environment and also just the high level of the performance that, that happened there really showed me this is what you can have if you put in the time, if you put in the practice. And that really inspired me to want to uh, go on and is a big part of what led to my decision to uh, pursue piano performance. Oh, that's fantastic. I love hearing stories about the inspiration that Shahi Summer School of Music and other music camps can, can be for a young person setting out their journey in music. Chehi was a very important part of my musical development when I was in high school as well. And so I'm just thrilled to hear that, whether it's Chehi Interlochen or uh, Masterworks or other kinds of festivals, these these summer programs are quite inspirational for, for young folks. So what kinds of pieces are you playing this year? Yes. So, uh, right. So we started the year off uh, with working on a, uh, a Mozart sonata um, in D major, uh, which was a wonderful, uh, I had a wonderful time working on it. Uh, it really improved my scales um, and the cleanness of my left hand uh, uh, runs and scales. And then I worked on uh, a lovely Schumann piece, his arabesque. Um, Indeed. And Indeed. really, really loved that working on that piece and the musicality of it. Uh, then this semester, the one of the major works I've been working on is the uh, Mendelssohn Variation Seriuses, um, as well as preparing for next semester's uh, Wheaton Piano Concerto Competition, uh, in which I'm going to be performing the Shostakovich First Piano Concerto uh, Movements 3 and 4. Oh, wonderful. Well, what a variety of repertoire. And to study with Dr. Horn, who is, by all accounts, and I can certainly account for this, he is a Schumann expert. And for him to be guiding you in that process, that is fantastic. What a wonderful piece to, to explore with him. So, Wow, concerto competition. What are you finding out about yourself as you're diving into the Shostakovich piano concerto? It's number one, right? Not number two? Yes, number one. Number one. Good. That's a good piece. I like that one. 
Yeah. Like number two, but yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're both really good. Um, yeah. When I was first presented with the piece, when first listen, I was, I was kind of hesitant. I was like, well, this isn't what I, you know, what I'm used to playing by far at all. Um, but the more I listened to it, uh, I began to realize that, you know, this piece is actually really interesting. Um, it goes into a lot of technical aspects and different musical aspects. And so I agreed, you know, I think this would be a great one to work on. Um, and as I've been working on it, I've found that there are there are certain sections that there's some tr- uh, trickiness of it, but most of it flows really well within the fingers. Um, you know, once the fingerings are all there, it kind of just goes and you kind of just have to let it go. Um, and I think that's the wonderful thing about it. His music, Shostakovich music for the piano is certainly idiomatic for the piano because he was, he was a pianist and, uh, and a marvelous pianist at that. Um, last week, I understand, or the week before last, you had a wonderful guest to your campus from the University of Michigan, Dr. Christopher Harding. Now, I am not related to Dr. Harding, even though we share the last name. As far as I know, and I've never met Dr. Harding, I've heard amazing things, of course, throughout the years. Um, and what did you learn in just hearing him speak at, at Wheaton College in masterclass and then performance? What, what did you learn from that experience? Yeah, so one of the really important things I learned through him was that as much as music is about the notes and about the musicality and, uh, you know, playing correctly, it's also has a lot to do about understanding the composer and the story that the composer was trying to convey. Cause we can play, you know, as musicians and as pianists, we can play musical and we can play, you know, with the correct gestures, but if we don't truly understand what might have been going on, in the thought process of the composer. We don't really truly understand how we should be conveying the uh, piece to the audience. So that was one of the really important things I learned through uh, him being here and just working and talking. Um, And I'd say the other thing that he really spoke of is that, and the impression that I got is that music isn't just about like, for example, with studying music, it's not just about fulfilling the minimum requirements and, you know, Oh, I just got the piece ready for juries and it's done. No, it's really about digging in and enjoying the process of digging in and really fully grasping the piece and uh, the music. Oh, that's such a wonderful point. Indeed. Yes. To understand the complete oeuvre of the composer is so important and then to place it within their particular context you are going to have such a great time doing that with the Shostakovich piano concerto there are so many layers of meaning in that piece you are going to have such an amazing time now you mentioned that a light bulb kind of turned on when you began to accompany choral music and zach i know firsthand that you are a wonderful singer and that you are a member of wheaton's glee club what kind of musical uh, vision is provided to you when you sing what what kind of sets off your affections when you sing 
Yes, definitely. I think the one important thing that I love about singing um, is that not only is there music to convey a meaning, but there are actual words to convey what you're actually trying to express. So for me, it's just um, as much as piano is natural, the singing is just bodily natural. It just, you know, it just, it's what we've been created to do. And so whenever I'm doing that, it's just kind of fulfilling this, um, this part of me of what I can't necessarily do in piano, which is actually be like, this is exactly what I'm trying to convey. Um, and I feel like in doing that, whenever I do come across, you know, lyrical sections of pieces, I can kind of think, oh, you know, what would this be like if I was sing- were singing it? And it can kind of help tie the two together. That's fantastic. Yeah. Singing is such an important part of our musical development. And I'm sure you're singing in theory classes, and I'm sure you're singing your heart out in the Glee Club at Wheaton College. That's fantastic. Um, So when you were at Chahi Summer School of Music, what were some of the musical experiences that you look back on that kind of reignited or ignited a passion for music and a passion for the piano in particular? Yeah, so I think one of the really important things, especially with piano, that uh, really helped to reignite a passion and kind of further than it had before was uh, there were two main things. One was being surrounded by other phenomenal pianists who uh, kind of allowed me, because I was from a small town, and so there weren't, at least at my age, there weren't a ton of pianists around. So being at a place where it was a little bit more um, funneled down to uh, you know people my age, people who were really working on high-level work, I you know began to see, oh, wow, like there's more out there than what I'm doing right now. You know, there's a higher achievement that I can uh, achieve. So that really helped push me. Another thing uh, that really helped push me was studying with uh, Graham Bergen um, and his just, just working with him and his interpretations of the music and how he made every lesson so much fun. Uh, It just really reignited the, part of me that I was missing that music can be fun. It's not just, okay, work with the metronome, get this right. I mean, it can be so much fun if you just, you know, open up and really explore. Mr. Bergen, Mr. Graham Bergen, for those listening into uh, the Piano Explorer podcast, maybe for the first time or the second time or multiple times, um, Mr. Bergen is a phenomenal piano teacher, and he's the executive director of the Chahi Summer School of Music. His piano studio, his personal piano studio in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, is exploding for that reason, because students get this phenomenal picture of what music can be for them, and Graham or Mr. Bergen. Graham is one of my really closest friends, but Mr. Bergen, Mr. Bergen reaches to the student where they're coming from and brings them to a place of self-discovery within the piano. And just what a what a marvelous uh, teacher he is. Now, Zach, you mentioned that you come from a small town. 
where is that town? Yes. Yeah, so and the town what is, is that town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, so the town is located in uh, South central Pennsylvania. Um, it's called uh, green castle. And I'd say it's a, it's pr- pretty close to where a place that I feel like more people would know uh, Gettysburg, um, sure. Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. yes. uh, we're uh, about a 45 minute to an hour drive away from there, but we kind of sit right uh, next to the Maryland border. Um, and so, musically, I mean, other than within school and churches, there's not a ton that goes on um, with us not being close to you know, a bigger city. Um, however, within I feel a lot of the local band programs and music uh, programs, there's definitely a lot of potential for music. And within the uh, community school, uh, Cumberland Valley School of Music, which is where I always took lessons, uh, they have a lot of phenomenal uh, faculty uh, and instructors there. So even though there's not a ton of music going on, uh, the quality of the students, nonetheless, is is pretty high. That is so wonderful. What an idyllic place to grow up. Uh, just a gorgeous part of the United States and of Pennsylvania. I grew up in a village of about 50 folks in Atlantic Canada on the Bay of Fundy. And music was a very important part of our community growing up. And certainly uh, within our province, the province of New Brunswick, um, music was a very, very important part of our culture and growing up and education. And I'm so glad that you had such a a similar experience uh, with the Cumberland Valley Music School and within your, your school. That is fantastic. Now, so... Did you study first? Who started you in piano? Yes. So I've always, um, I've always jokingly said this, but there is some seriousness to it. But my first piano teacher was really my grandmother. Um, I wasn't with her too long, but she kind of introduced me to the basics, you know, where's middle C and uh, things like that. But my first official piano teacher um, was uh, Miss Susan Matson. Um, and I actually, she was the same piano teacher that I had all the way through school, um, until I graduated. So I I joked with her at my senior recital, uh, last year. I said, how did you survive working with me for 13 years? (laughs) And I know that she, I, I, I really enjoyed it and I know she did, but yeah, it was wonderful to work with her. Um, and she was a very very wonderful and meaningful instructor for me. The piano teachers are for me heroes. They are mm-hmm. absolute heroes and they're committed to helping students discover who they are and what they can be through the avenue of of music and what a wonderful experience you've had. So, what are you most excited about going forward in your piano career? What are you most excited about? What do you see yourself pursuing in the next, well, three years for your undergraduate and then, and then beyond what's, what's happening? Yeah, absolutely. So what I'm, one of the things I'm really excited to pursue more uh, here at WeN and beyond is collaborative work. Um, whether that be accompanying the choir or uh, like next semester, I'm going to be beginning chamber music. 
Um, and because I just think that's such a wonderful opportunity to explore different kinds of music and to work with others. Um, in my lessons, I'm really looking forward to dive deeper into uh, more music that maybe I've never heard of before. Um, and, you know, sticking with the traditional Mozart, Beethoven, Chopin, but also going beyond and getting a bigger grasp of all the composers. Um, I'm this summer. I'm actually going to be going to the Masterworks Festival for the wonderful, first time. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm so glad to hear that. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And I know that program will have some chamber music as well. And so that'll be a really great opportunity. Um, but, you know, I at this point, I really don't know exactly what I want to do after undergrad. Um, I think it definitely will be a mix of teaching and also performing. Uh, now, what the balance of that will look like and you know where it, I'm not quite sure, um, but those are two things I can definitely see myself doing and really enjoying. That's fantastic. Yeah, as a as a young musician, uh, heading out into the world, so to speak, and I put myself in that category, even though I'm in my early 40s. Um, I put myself in that category only to say that we are paving new pathways, especially after COVID, especially after a global pandemic where it certainly asked existential questions of the nature of our profession. And mm. so we have, in my judgment, we have so many opportunities, really, so many opportunities to go out and carve new career paths for ourselves and our families as we dive into music and as we dive into teaching and as as we have done for centuries, really, musicians have done for centuries, this combined multiple streams of income, multiple things to do to make a living in music. Mm -hmm. I think of Chopin. Chopin, of course, was the great Chopin, but he made his living in Paris with teaching piano. And teaching piano, I know, to students that were not that good. <laughs> rich, <laughs> rich, rich ladies. He was teaching a lot of rich ladies that wanted to learn how to play the piano. And Zach, I can guarantee that you were much, much better than those rich ladies. <laughs> so anyhow, um, yeah, Chopin, Chopin put together a, a career of, you know, of course, of the published music, but also... Also in teaching. So this is what musicians have done for centuries in creating sustainable careers for themselves. So as you look at your um, summer um, and just the opportunity, I know so many folks look forward to the summer. I do look forward to the summers to practice and to just kind of sink into music just a little bit in a different way. Um, what are you most looking forward to this summer outside of Masterworks? Yeah, so um, outside of Masterworks, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is my town every three years has this uh, um, special festival that they call Old Home Week. And it's this time when a whole bunch of people who ever lived in Greencastle or graduated come back and it's just like this big town celebration. Oh, that's fantastic. And uh, two of the nights they put on a pageant, kind of like a play, and they kind of do skits about 
different aspects of Greencastle history or like, you know, I the, love that. one of the scenes might be the old soda shop that was down the street that now it's something else, but you know, some of the older folks would be like, Oh, I know what that is. Um, but one of the things that they have is they have a choir and a band that kind of accompanies it with certain music that might've come from that time or, you know, parodies. And I'm going to be accompanying that. So I'm really, really excited to do oh, that. Wow. What an amazing experience. Yes, uh, back home, we, and, and I say back home, that's what we refer to it. Back home, we have uh, similar type events. That's fantastic. I love that so much. Um, so it sounds like, it just sounds like part of the passion that you have for the piano is, of course, connected to people mm. and, and communicating with people in, in just so many different kinds of ways with, with music. Um, Zach, thank you so much for joining us today on the Piano Explorer podcast. Where can people find more information about you and your musical journey? Yeah, so um, I'm on YouTube. Uh, just search uh, Zachary Reynolds, and I'll be one of the first ones up at the top. Um, also, I'm on Instagram um, at ZR Pianist. Um, and yeah, those are definitely the two best places to connect with me and see what's going Fantastic. on. And I'll put those links, friends, in the show notes for the Piano Explorer podcast, and in particular, this episode, of course, and you can get in touch with this wonderful young pianist who is just completing his freshman year at the Wheaton College Conservatory under the direction of Dr. Daniel Paul Horn. Zachary, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you. And we will have you back on the podcast, I know, uh, sooner than later, because I want to follow up with what's happening in terms of your learning of that Shostakovich piece and what you're finding out. That is so fun. Friends, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today on the Piano Explorer podcast. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>